the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Happy Monday. Glad you've all tuned in here to the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, telephone number if you want to reach out and say howdy is 888-933-93, Now, we normally start off right off the bat with the, with the uh, flip around, but we're not going to do that today because I had an experience over the weekend I'm just dying to share with you, and it all ties in to what we're seeing out there on the, on the public stage from one political party and one political ideology in this country, and that's coming up. Uh, Also, we'll talk about uh, the Republicans' inability to get a Obamacare replacement. Everyone asking what the hell have they been doing for the last seven, six years, and people are right to ask that. Mitch McConnell and John Bain are not doing their work. And now, because, because they didn't think that Donald Trump or the Republicans would win the election. So they had nothing ready to go. No consensus bill. And the American people will pay a price. And this may have been Mitch McConnell's goal all along to work with Democrats. So we'll we'll get into all that coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. Telephone number we've already given you. So how about the social media, shall we? Uh, at Chris Salcedo TX. At C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X. That's Twitter. Facebook is the Chris Salcedo Show. Did I say the number? Well, just in case I didn't. 888-900-3393, Blaze.com slash radio, Blaze radio smartphone app, or the iHeartRadio app. That's how you uh, listen to us live. If you want to listen on demand, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, a full digital platform for you to binge listen, if you should so desire, not only to the Chris Salcedo Show, but other programming here on the Blaze Radio Network. Speaking of the Blaze, go to theblaze.com, click on the channel section, and find our presence there. I had, uh, in honor, bestowed upon me uh, on the weekend, and it was couched to me in a way that I was helping somebody out. But i got to tell you, the honor was all mine. Uh, there was an effort, and many of you know about this story, because uh, Mary Ramirez and I talked about this last Friday, that we were going to celebrate... Uh, and uh, celebrate an, an, an honoring of the fallen police officers. Uh, people were gathering together. That was part of the celebration, the gathering together. The solemn part of the, of the ceremony was individuals remembering those who had paid the full measure for their community. And I'm talking about the Dallas Five, the police officers who were targeted by a man filled with hate, by a racist who wanted to kill white cops. And uh, let me give you a little background to let you to let you know what the backdrop is there in North Texas. You have a a city councilman, not councilman, but a county commissioner by the name of John Wiley Price. And this piece of trash, this reprobate uh, during a county commissioner's meeting that they, they were all getting together to to pass a resolution to honor the fallen police officers. And he stood up and he wouldn't do it. He claimed that those lives are no more special than, than perhaps the man 
who slaughtered them for hate's sake. So John Wiley Price, this piece of refuse, uh, has become the target of ridicule, and, the, and rightfully so, so much of the fact that the police officers' associations, several of them, representing 32,000 police officers, demanded an apology. Now, this guy is, is self-interested, thinks about only himself, kind of like an, an Obama-like character. Almost a community organizer uh, type mentality. Only thinks about himself, his own aggrandizement, his own benefit. So that was the whole backdrop. And the police officers were gathering to honor the fallen. And as a matter of fact, one of the speakers at this was uh, Mark Geist. You guys remember him from... Ben, uh, the Benghazi, the true Benghazi account, and 13 Hours was the book, and 13 Hours was the movie. Got a chance to meet him, shake his hand. And he was there to speak to other heroes. And I got to tell you, I was, I, I'd been around police officers before. I'd spoken at events where police officers were. But now that I think about it, those police officers were in uniform, and they were, it was just a dip, different atmosphere. This was, a celebration of the lives of their fallen comrades and uh, a pledging uh, never to forget the sacrifice of their fallen comrades. They were all in street clothes. A couple of the SWAT guys were just coming off of, off of a, a morning filled with uh, activity. So some of, the, they, they were, some of them were wearing sidearms. But by and large, they're just like, it could have been a block party. A very big block party, but it could have been a block party. Uh, everybody was dressed casually, and a lot of these folks you would never even peg as cops. And their kids were running around, their kids were playing, and it was it just hit me like a ton of bricks. These individuals, they have what you and I have. They have families, they have friendships, they have personal relationships, they have uh, spouses. What sets them apart from you and me and I said this as I was speaking to this group because I was, I, I, I was lucky enough to have my, my oldest daughter with me. And I said to her, I go, you realize how many extraordinary people we've met today? And she nodded her head, yeah. I got the sense that it meant something to her too. And um, I said to these folks, that there's, a, there's a biblical passage that talks about no greater love can an individual have than to lay down one's life for one's friends? And so then I said, what does it say about a group of people who will, yes, indeed, lay down their lives for a friend, but they will also lay down their lives for perfect strangers? Oh, and they will also lay down their lives protecting a group, Black Lives Matter, that has called for their death. Oh, and they will lay down their lives for a reprobate like John Wiley Price who says they're not worth anything, who spat on their comrade's grave as a community was seeking to honor them. They will still put their lives on the line for that piece of trash. What does it say about that caliber of human being? You know, I... Increasingly, 
I hear politicians patting themselves on the back talking about service. Oh, we're, we're public servants. I don't, think, I don't think that's true anymore of the vast majority of lawmakers. I think they're there to service one thing, themselves, and their own personal enrichment and their own personal power. I think the true example of service in our society that we see today, the police officer, 99.9% of the police officers, the U.S. soldier or Marine, airman or sailor, that's service. That's true service. Very little pay, very little notoriety, and laying your life on the line for others. What, uh, can anybody look at Mitch McConnell and say that he's serving this country? Maybe you could say he did the country a favor by reluctantly that he did by getting away with the filibuster on the Supreme Court nominee, Gorsuch. But he was forced into that because the Democrats had already undermined that to a degree eight years ago. Can you look at Chuck Schumer and say he serves anybody but himself? Nancy Pelosi? I mean, with a, with a, f- a few rare exceptions, the vast majority of those cats are up there serving themselves. It's all about getting reelected, not about doing the right thing for America. You know, I was thinking about this as I was looking at, it's looking like the Republicans are going to go back on their promise of repeal and replace. And what, why is that? Is because some of these so-called moderate Republicans are saying, well, I'm not going to be able to be reelected and I've got to be able to do my good work. What, you need to go up there and show up and do nothing? And cave into Democrats? That's your good work? <laughs> you think you're servicing individuals in your state by consigning them to, to socialism and collectivism? You think you're servicing them? No, you're, you're, you're eroding them. You're, you're introducing the cancer into the body politic, which will erode excellence and hard work when you start accepting the notion that people in these United States are owed health care. So I, I walked away from this event. I mean, like I said, I, I'd been around police officers, firefighters, military guys before. And I, uh, they were all in uniform and it was a, a different type of atmosphere. This was very, this, this was just different and it hit me and it struck me that our police, firefighters, our military, it's quite possible that they are the only true service-oriented institutions that we have left in this country that's that's in a government capacity. True servants. So I, uh, and I'm going someplace with this. Because with this as the backdrop, you guys hear about this nutbag uh, down in Houston. 
this this kid who is working at a great American cookies store in a in a, a Katie Mills Mall. Katie's a suburb of of Houston. This kid sees a police officer in line. He reaches into his pocket and says, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to pay for this this cop's brownie because he recognized 18 year old kid." Gosh, it gives me hope for the future. 18-year-old kid pays for his brownie. Some reprobate behind the police officer starts to complain. I'll give you the story on the other side of the break. You found the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, the uh, the White House briefing is audio only today, and much to the consternation of the folks over at CNN. Uh, I will probably get to the flip around here at the top of next hour, folks. So just in case you normally tune in, don't worry. We'll we'll get a top of the hour swing in, just not this particular hour. Let me let me tell you the story about what happened in South Texas. This kid named Zachary Randolph, he was suspended after buying a police officer a brownie. It was on Sunday. Another customer at Great American Cookies at the Katie Mills Mall became upset. The man allegedly asked if the 18-year-old was going to buy his order as well. Randolph said no because the man wasn't an officer. And the man became angry. I, I... I wondered aloud on Twitter when I posted this <laughs> this uh, story if that that kook, that nutbag John Wiley Price up in Dallas in the Dallas County Commissioner's Court was down in was down in Katy that day, showing such disrespect for police officers. So this kid is suspended for a week by his manager, but I I kid you not because. Some idiot complained that the 18-year-old dipped into his own pocket to buy a brownie for a police officer out of recognition for the service they do for the community. Somebody got mad and upset. Buy mine. Why don't you buy mine? Where does that come from? Where does the hatred and distrust for the cops come from? Well, I, I rationalize it comes from the last eight years. Resident Obama's occupation of the Oval Office. A Democrat party that has been, that has lowered itself to being the anti-police party, the anti-cop party. The Democrat party that stands for art hanging in the nation's capital that depicts our nation's law enforcement officers as pigs. That's where that comes from a complete lack of recognition, a complete lack of respect for who these people are and what they do and how extraordinary they are. That that police officer would lay his life on the line for that idiot who was complaining, why don't you buy my brownie? Why don't you buy my brownie, my coffee, my my cookie? And then threatened to beat up the 18-year-old 
threatened to beat him up and get him fired because he dug into his own pocket and bought a police officer a brownie. We don't get there to that level of hate because of conservatism. And we don't get there out of an atmosphere of honor and respect. We get there out of, out of ignorance, out of hatred, and out of envy. The hallmarks of the Democrat Party. That's what they stand for these days. Hell, the head of the DNC was called to the carpet this weekend on Meet the Press by the head of the RNC to stop the potty mouth rhetoric. And he wouldn't apologize. This is the caliber of our, our these leftists who call themselves Democrats in this country are no better than what we see down in Venezuela, no better than what we see in Cuba or in China, no better. Same caliber of individuals who believe they're owed power and owed control over your life. There are other examples of this. Let me tell you uh, what Carlos Garcia was writing about. Let's see, how many days was this? Four days ago? A man protesting in front of a Republican congressman's office was arrested after allegedly citing the Virginia shooting and a threat he made to a staffer. Now, what was the threat? The communications director for Senator Jeff Flake said that this guy named, uh, what, Pritchard is his last name? Mark Pritchard told him, quote, you know how liberals are going to solve the Republican problem? They're going to get better aim. That's in reference, of course, to the liberal Bernie Sanders supporter who took a gun and shot at Republican lawmakers on a baseball field in Virginia. Oh, and there's a story on that, too. The Washington Post, the morons in the Washington Post, some idiot who, claimed him, who claims he's an actual journalist. Uh, I thought, look, look, I got to be honest with you, folks. I, I tweeted this out. I thought I was reading an opinion piece. And it turns out this, this kind of crap is what passes for news in the pages of the Washington Post. I couldn't believe it. Peter Jolly writes a piece trying to blame a Trump-supporting talk show host for this liberal Bernie Sanders supporter shooting up Republicans. I kid you not. And the Washington Post tried to pass this off as news. And more evidence of the slide. Donald Trump, the President of the United States, gets up last week in Warsaw and delivers a pro-American, pro-Western speech, and the left wing loses its mind. Listen to this. The first 20 minutes of one of the worst presidential speeches I've ever heard on foreign soil. That speech was the ultimate fulfillment of Osama bin Laden's ideology of the belief that there would be a clash of civilizations. This is not a speech he could have given really any place else, and this is a white... Um, America, America first kind of speech. Wait a minute. Pro-Western now means white? Western civilization means white? Are you out of your mind? I got more on this. Stick with me. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network.
Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. The last part of that uh, that soundbite that I played for you guys was CNN's Jeff Zeleny. He wanted to know, remember, if Obama was enchanted by his job. What part of his job was enchanted? This is a hard-hitting, hard-hitting journalist from allegedly from the New York Times. Now, a, a, an alleged hard-hitting journalist from the New York Times, and now works over at CNN. Let me play the expanded version of what Jeff Zeleny said. I would argue that this speech is one of the, the best speeches in terms of a thematics uh, and staying on message and sort of offering a worldview that he's given yet. And, and the setting was interesting. It was in the Krasinski Square in uh, Warsaw. Um, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of people were waving American flags and Polish flags. But this is not a speech he could have given really any place else. And this is a white... Um, America, America first kind of speech. He was offering a very stark view, actually. Yeah, what an idiot. Pro, n- now, if you're pro-Western, you're pro-white. Did you know that? All you folks who are of color who have found freedom in the West, Jeff Zeleny wants you to know that, it, uh, that now being pro-Western means being pro-white. I mean, what a complete and utter boob. And where does this come from? This comes from Eight years of President Obama shoving this kind of crap down our throat and giving it voice. Most of the time, this was just uh, snowflakes on college campuses and idiots in academia who, who say that, who utter this garbage. For the last eight years, we had Barack Obama in there giving this voice and credibility. Now you got Jeff Zeleny. I'm not sure whether he believes this, this tripe or is just on the left wing bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, you talk about pro-Western and pro-democracy, you're really talking pro-white. What an, what an a-hole Jeff Zeleny is. About, um, you know, the, um, um, about migration, about immigration, about other things. It was very, it wasn't a modern day speech, if you will. It was sort of a throwback speech, but he was offering a sense that, you know, uh, be afraid of what is happening in the world now. This is a Stephen Miller written speech. He's one of his uh, top of policy advisors here. Why shouldn't folks be afraid? Look at what happened when you have this uh, open border idiocy in Europe, having folks from clashing cultures meeting inside of European capitals. You're getting a terrorist attack, it seems, every week. And, and, and who thought this was a good idea and it was all going to turn out okay? Maybe the likes of Jeff Zeleny? I mean, Angela Merkel, she's got guards. I guess she doesn't worry about it, but her citizens do. Justin Trudeau. Oh, by the way, Justin Trudeau, the pro-murderous uh, regime of the Castros, the guy that loves himself, some Fidel Castro. Uh, he's taking fire because he gave $8 million in a settlement to a radicalized Islamic fundamentalist jihadi. <laughs> Craziness. These these left-wingers, these liberals, are serving up Western civilization on a platter to radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists and then saying you're bigoted if you don't go along. That's what Jeff Zeleny basically just said. Uh, You know, pro-Western, pro-democracy means you're uh, just pro-white. This guy is out of his mind. 
Rich Lowry on with uh, Fox News today, echoing basically what I just said. Yeah, now there's a lot of competition for the most unhinged reactions to things that <laughs> Trump has done, but this has to be right up there. A defense of the West, really, an American president can't talk about the West and Western values. Right. And you go back to 1966, the uh, thousand-year anniversary of Polish Christianity, and look at the speech that LBJ gave on that occasion. Two-thirds of it could be a cut-and-paste job. If you're going to talk about Poland, you're going to talk about the amazing spirit, faith, the culture of the Poles. And that's what Trump did, and he put it in the context of how the West needs those things to survive. This, not too long ago, would have been considered clearly in the mainstream of American thought and rhetoric, but the left has really gone out of its mind recently yes well recently yes that is the hallmark of the left and finally some folks are starting to fight back we'll get to that coming up on the other side of the break uh, melanie morgan uh, a good pal of ours has started an effort to do just that to push back on these left-wing influences inside and outside of the press stick with me it's chris salcedo show here on the blaze the media wasn't ready for a conservative latino so naturally we gave him a show the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. You are listening to the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. And welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. I, I, I'm hearing that CNN is really ticked off um, because the, well, the antics by one of its, uh, and I'm making air quotes with my fingers, reporters, uh, is being called into question, and they don't like it. Apparently, apparently the, the outlet that traffics in uh, anonymous news sources doesn't like, <laughs> doesn't like it when the same tactic is used against them. They're, they're just as much public figures as... The president of the United States is. Uh, let's talk about this and many other things. Melanie Morgan, an award-winning talk show host, an author, a columnist, a journalist, TV anchor, now a news director. Melanie is the co-founder of Media Equity Project. Stop the Scalpings is one of their projects, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, Melanie, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Hey, it's a great uh, opportunity to be with you, Chris. Thanks. CNN's Andrew Kaczynski, who is the guy, that the sleuth that, that dedicated all of this effort to outing the guy who created this hilarious Trump beating up the CNN brand meme that really got their ire up. And it's being alleged out there that he used, a, uh, well, it, it's an illegal fishing tactic to out this guy. Do I have this about right? No, um, those are kind of two stories that got conflated. I apologize for that. They're two separate stories, but it's the same reaction a very thin-skinned, um, very hostile reaction from CNN. And even on, uh, I've been tweeted at with threats from the vice president of um, communications from CNN. What's happened is that um, there was uh, the video meme uh, um, artist who got caught, you know, caught up in this whole thing and exposed or threatened with exposure by Andrew Kaczynski, who is the founder of the K-Files. It's a group of young um, so-called journalists um, whose biggest claim to fame, by the way, was that he exposed previously to going to work for CNN. He exposed the um, the Boston bombing suspects' wrong names, which, of course, was absolutely <laughs> devastating for the families involved. Uh -huh. 
Um, and and then his next thing is is this video meme. I mean, then he went after Monica Crowley and Sheriff David Clark and wrongly accused them of um, fabricating uh, uh, plagiarism, basically, in their advanced degree theses, um, which was just humiliating and devastating, particularly for Monica um, Monica Crowley, who's a, a former Fox News analyst. And you know, w- w- they both told me that it's an absolute lie. They've called Andrew Kaczynski an electronic terrorist. Um, basically, what he did was strip out the attribution from their publications. And then those those kinds of things, of course, get echo-boomed around um, the Internet, and they are they're suddenly their reputations are destroyed. This is the kind of tactic that he learned. And then recently, our, at MediaEqualizer.com, we followed up on um, a report from um, some of our sources who are conservative, who um, had been shopping a story um, to CNN, and we discovered during the process that there were web bugs planted in the story. The you know the tipsters wanted to remain anonymous, and when Mr. Kaczynski replied to them, he put a web bug in there. Now he claims. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be fair here and, and, and let him say whatever he wants to say about it, it that it was just a, a read-back option. Um, however, you know, what we have learned is that it is more than just a read-back option, that, in other words, you can, you can click on it, and he says, well, it just acknowledges that somebody has opened it and read it. But there's a two-step process involved, and your privacy can be violated. All your IP address information can be gathered, and then he will know who you are and perhaps dox them just exactly the way he did with a video meme artist. Uh, yeah, Docs is basically releasing all of this, all of the information that you may or may not want out there into the public ethos, folks. Now, more, Mel- Melanie, let me ask you, is this, is this tactic that he is accused of implementing, is it legal? It is legal. Is it ethical? I don't think so. Is this something that CNN does with all of its reporters? Or they put these, they're common phishing devices. Um, they can be used legitimately, no question about it. Uh, but I, I don't know. If you were answering, let me ask you this, Chris. If somebody called you and asked you for a comment on a story that might upend your life in every possible conceivable way, and you don't really know yet whether or not you want to say anything publicly, but you respond to the email to try and get some more information about who these people are, and it turns out that they're collecting all your personal information, and then they use it in a, uh, to publicly out you whether you want to or not, do you think that's ethical? No, you're absolutely correct. And when I when I spent my time in news, uh, uh, that that was something that that was just not done. You wouldn't betray somebody who wanted to remain on background or somebody who wanted to remain anonymous. And apparently, uh, according to the folks over at CNN and Andrew Kaczynski, only people who are left wing extremists get anonymity. Uh, Melanie Morgan, everybody, she is an award winning radio talk show host, an author, a columnist, and a journalist, TV anchor, and now a news director. Let's talk about your your efforts. Stop the scalpings. This is something that got on my radar screen a couple of uh, uh, a couple of months ago when you guys started this, and th- there is a a concerted effort from the folks at Media Matters and uh, and those in the extreme left to to target the advertisers of conservatives for having differing points of view, and this is this is something you guys didn't take too kindly to, yes. 
That's correct. You know, it's just infuriating to me um, what has happened. The fight against CNN and other mainstream media, really, the reckless behavior um, that these so-called news organizations have has just begun. We are fighting back. I, I like to think of it as Operation Fight Fire with Fire. So what we're doing is we're going after the same people, Media Matters for America, who targeted an advertising boycott at Sean Hannity, who is a close friend of mine. I've known him for many, many years. Nicest guy in the world and um, you know instead of just having a robust philosophical discussion about ideology and you know shaking hands and going home and having an adult beverage these guys try to personally destroy him his family um, his career his livelihood and they do it to any conservative icon this is what I have seen their playbook Media Matters has an actual playbook that they use to pitch to big donors and that's what they're doing so they're going after conservative icons so it's not just about Sean Hannity this this return um, it's about all of us who are in talk radio or any kind of First Amendment freedom issue. We want to point this out and let people know, especially the advertisers, the people who are advertisers on shows like oh, Rachel Maddow, who's trapped in the fever swamp of conspiracy theories, um, <laughs> or, 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 you know, anybody like Andrew Kaczynski, who, who seems to think that he's the um, internal police, the state police of the Internet. So I don't think advertisers should be um, advertising on places like that. So we've gone after them, and 107,000 of our conservative activists at Stop the Scalping are broken up into committees. We take day by day a different target, and we mirror the left's tactics, and we call and contact and tweet, and we've had now over a dozen advertisers who said, "Mm, maybe I don't want to be associated with CNN when they have Kathy Griffin holding up the beheaded, bloody head of the President of the United States. Mm, Maybe when CNN um, has three journalists who are dedicated to Russia, 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 despite the fact that narrative has been discredited by 13 intelligence agencies, maybe we don't want to be affiliated with that. And you know what? We have the right as consumers to ask them not to. That that is uh, again fighting fire with fire. I think is a is an apt way of of describing this. Of course, we uh, we were describing earlier on in the program how these these cable outlets, even though CNN just had their ratings bested by Nick at Night and reruns of Yogi Bear, they still get money because of these deals they've inked with these these cable companies. And one's got to ask, what is the agenda of these cable companies when? When entities like The Blaze can't get onto these cable outlets, but folks like CNN who are losing in the ratings can. Melanie Morgan, everybody, award-winning radio talk show host, author, columnist, TV journalist, and now a news director at S. Scalpings is the the Twitter handle if you want to figure out, because everybody's always asking me, Melanie, how can I get involved? That's how they can get involved. I appreciate you being here on the Salcedo Show. Thanks so much, Chris. You have a great day. And remember, folks, MediaEqualizer.com to to learn where um, the stories that we are covering for you. Thank you, lady. Appreciate that. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. We'll end the hour like we started it with police. Uh, the folks up in Missouri, apparently under their new governor, Eric Greitens, former Navy SEAL, uh, talking to Fox News this morning, said the following. 
That's right. Well, we've passed a blue alert bill. And what the blue alert bill does, Ainsley, it does two key things. First of all, makes it easier to apprehend a criminal, a coward who assaults a law enforcement officer. And the second thing it does, it increases penalties for anybody who assaults a law enforcement officer. We want to let uh, criminals know in the state of Missouri that if you assault a law enforcement officer, we're going to find you, we're going to bring you to justice, you're going to prison, and you're... Yeah, and that wasn't always the case, as the governor articulated. Well, you know, unfortunately, uh, in Missouri before, we had a system where you could have recklessly actually killed uh, a law enforcement officer and not gone to prison. We're making sure now that you are going to go to prison. We're having the backs of our law enforcement officers. You know, Ainsley, I was actually out last night on the streets with some of our members of our Missouri State Highway Patrol. These men and women are doing an incredible job. They are, and they deserve respect and recognition, and the state of Missouri taking some action. Uh, it, it bears pointing out, ladies and gentlemen, that he's a Republican. He's a former Navy SEAL. He understands the true meaning of service. The reason why I would imagine that you can have laws which would allow somebody to kill a police officer and not go to jail is because you have Democrats in charge. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh,